0: Sky Sports Radio combined with Harness Racing New South Wales brings you on the pace for your daily dose of news and tips. Good morning, welcome to on the pace for your harness racing fix on a Monday morning. I'm Michael Guerin with you for the next thirty minutes or so. Hope your Monday has started well. We're going to talk harness racing firstly from last Saturday night, dovetailing into tomorrow at Menangle. After Jack Trainer, we're going to talk to Grace Panella, who had her first Metro win on Saturday night at Menangle and heads to Newcastle today, our New South Wales venue. And Jared Elchin had a double, actually a treble, a treble on Saturday night, and he has a big hand at Menangle tomorrow. But his treble has been trumped by Jack Trainer's four training successes on Saturday night. Good morning to you, Jack. That's... A massive night at the office and you are only a short half head away from making it a fifa.
1: Yeah g'day Mick, uh, thanks for having me on as always and uh, yeah it was a, a brilliant night for the stable and as you said um, I don't want to be too greedy but it would have been really nice for Stingray Tara to win too, he, he went awesome and um, yeah we'll take four, I'm happy with that.
0: Mate only a year ago you were training about 10 horses now you're winning four, almost five on a Saturday night has it been a case of you're getting better horses, you're getting more horses? What's going on with Jack Trainer Because the uh, the elevator seems to be going only one way, and that's to the top.
1: Yeah, it's, um, definitely things are going in the right direction, Mac. And, um, uh, at the moment, I've just got 22 horses at the moment, but um, for the last three months or so, we've found ourselves having between 8 to 10 or so, horses in every Saturday night, which obviously means that the quality of horse that I'm getting sent has, um, seems to be a lot better. And, um, yeah, that's why we're able to race um, probably most of our team now on a Saturday, which is obviously the main goal. And, yeah, everything's working out really well.
0: Let's bounce through them. First on the card, you won with Mason's Delight. Young Jack Brown did the driving. This horse is owned by a guy called Mike Tenev who's based in North America and has a lot of horses racing in Australasia and he seems to know what he's doing, Jack.
1: Yeah, he does. i have got a really good relationship with Mike. um, As you said, he actually lives in Canada, but he races his horses in North America and uh, we've got a relationship now where he and him and I look for horses in Australia um, around a certain price range and uh, he buys them with intentions of sending them to the States. Um, Once I think that they've reached their mark here, so it works good for everyone. I get a nice horse on its way through, and hopefully he gets a bit of his money back by the time they reach his doorstep over there. So, um, yeah, really good to have him on board, and he's having a lot of luck in picking the right horses.
0: A newcomer to your stable was Romani, a former New Zealand horse who spent a bit of time knocking around in the Riverina-type region. I think this is a nice enough horse. I'm not sure it's super strong, but it's got awfully good leg speed.
1: Yeah, he does. That's, that's another um, good connection I've got with uh, Jackson Painting and David Kennedy in the Riverina. They, once they reach your mark, uh, they are happy for me to race them at Menangle and try and run them through their metropolitan grade. So he's a lovely little horse. He has got good speed, like you said, and um, he's the right sort of grade too. He's only a low 70 rater now, and um, so he'll race right through to the 80s and possibly into the 95 rating before he probably looks at something like the States himself.
0: You're talking about getting horses from different places. Um, You've got one from Victoria in Reactor now. He was your third winner on Saturday night, so another place to be getting horses from. And he actually turned up and won very easily. I'm picking, he's got a few more Menangle wins than him.
1: Yeah, he was a really good um, horse to get. David Aiken suggested to the owner to send him my way and try a change of scenery and try him on the water walker. So put a few weeks into him just to try and freshen him up and change his mindset a bit. And uh, for the people that don't know, he raced in the Inter-Dominion Series uh, late last year. So the ability's always been there. It was just a matter of trying to freshen him up. And, um, yeah, by the looks of things, it's worked. And, yeah, Cam Hart was full of praise and said on the line he was still at plenty left. So uh, he's sort of dropped back through the grades a little bit. So hopefully now I'm able to run him back up to the top end. And he's the sort of horse that I'd expect to be racing in free-for-all, you know, in the near future.
0: You talk about horses having more left at the line Jack Um, Brave You Kelly has been a revelation since she's joined you from Australia. Like a lot of Menangle type horses they tend to get better the more often they race at Menangle. She looks very dialed into Menangle now Yeah
1: she is Nick Um, I've always had a big opinion of her since she first came over and um, as you said though she is just getting better and better and even Saturday night I know she's won in fifty, one fifty before and but I think Saturday night was the happiest I've ever been with her, the way she just sat parked and um, she just really let down and I, I think she showed a real sign of class. So that was her most impressive win since I've had her in my opinion and I really look forward to racing her as you know, down the track and you know, I think she is a real top shelf mare, so I'm looking forward to racing her in the ladyship qualifiers and those sort of races
0: the equine love of your life stylish memphis was back at the trials last week in new zealand they haven't got her screwed down yet but i presume she'll be coming back to look for her third ladyship how would brave you kelly rate against a stylish memphis type horse both horses coming out of the same barn in new zealand
1: yeah they uh, she did trial the other day they just weren't 100 percent happy with her talking to mark but um as you said he did say she's not fully screwed down yet so um, and Cam Hart's comment after Brave U Kelly was that he can't wait till Stylish Memphis uh, arrives, hopefully, and, and keeping the drive on Brave U Kelly. But, um, but to be honest, Nick, I, I think it just speaks of how good Stylish Memphis is. I think she's just at next level again, uh, where she sort of proves she can go against the boys. So it's no knock on Brave U Kelly. She's a great mare in her own right, but um, if we are comparing the two, uh, I just do think that Stylish Memphis has just that little more X factor. So, I mean, I don't think it's a knock on Bravey Kelly. I think it's more just praise to Stylish
0: Memphis. Mate, there's some Breeders Challenge heats tomorrow at Manango. We kick off actually tomorrow morning, which is a rarity. It's such a long day. We have an 11.45 start. Not just as a trainer are you making your name, but as a driver. You're driving Eve Crocker in the two-year-old Phillies heat for Michael Doltoff tomorrow, so this is tomorrow punters, not today um, pretty nice type of horse this and it's not a big imposing field
1: No that's right she um, she ran third in her heat at Penrith last week and uh, the horse that won the race piece for I, I believe probably one of the best, or well, the best two year old filly in the state and probably one of the best two year old fillies in Australia from what I've seen so it was no knock on um, my filly to run third to her and Luckily she doesn't run into her tomorrow so I think she looks awfully hard to beat on her form previous to that.
0: You drive another nice filly, an extra hot for David Thorne. Again, Breeders Challenge heats can be very very daunting. This one's not as scary as some of them.
1: No, that's right. and uh, She's had a couple of race starts now and her bit of experience would have gone a long way for her. I was able to drive her at all her trials and um, you know she seemed just to be improving and improving and Yeah, I'm looking forward to getting back on her and, you know, I think it's a rather even field but I think um, on what she's done before in her trials I think she's right into that race.
0: We're talking about you bringing horses to the races, Jack and and turning them around from other trainers whether that's the water walker or getting them more used to Menangle or or just being better placed. You've got a horse tomorrow called Pretty Little Angus. This is race six tomorrow, Menangle number seven coming from Victoria. It'll be tight in the market. What sort of chance do
2: you give it?
1: Yeah, I'm a bit wary of this one, um, Mick. I'd love to say that she'll just turn up and win or she'll go a great race. And on her work, she's been faultless. She's obviously a trotter and um, she has been faultless and working great and I think she's going to be a great show. But in saying that, I look at her form lines and what worries me a bit is that she's made a few mistakes um in her last few starts. So I'd really like just to have a race under her belt so I I know what we're dealing with myself. So... Um, Yeah, it makes things, being a trotter I I just wouldn't want to give it too big of a push The ability's definitely there, there's no doubt But I just want to see her do it on race day before I Um, would push anyone in that direction
0: You've got a horse in race 9 tomorrow Called Cracker Bree I think Cracker Bree, saved up for one sprint Actually has some ability What do you make of race 9 number 6?
1: Yeah, I think you're dead right Um, Mick, she's got quite good Speed and um, you know, former New Zealand Was good and she's put in some good Races here too, um same thing there, the owner Joyce Stanford just asked me to give her a go for a few weeks and see if a bit of a change will turn her around and uh, she's probably going to need the run tomorrow she's been a little while since she last raced but like you said, if they do go a little bit silly and she is saved up for a speed she's definitely a winning chance
0: Mate, what's your best chance, Jack and congratulations again on Saturday night getting four winners on a Saturday night what's your best chance of training a winner this week because Jack it's grand finals week for the NRL. People want a bit of money so they can tuck into it on Sunday night. Ah,
1: uh, yeah, yes. Well, you might have to wait till um, Thursday. I've got a filly racing called Rock and Roll Sass. and in a heat, and she won a heat the other day into a final at Penrith. So uh, she's a filly. I think's got a bright future, and um, if her of are there, I expect her to win.
0: Jack, we'll take winners anywhere, anytime we can get them. We will wait for Thursday. We'll remind punters then with rock and roll sass. Mate, well done on how things are going with your career and thanks for joining us this morning.
1: Not a problem, Mick. Anytime, kid.
0: That's Jack Trainer. Trained four. As you can hear in his voice, he's only a young man. Trained four on Saturday night at Manangle, Was a short half head from making it five and continues this incredible Display of young talent we're seeing at Menangle on Saturdays and Tuesdays. One of the other youngsters in the game who did something special on Saturday night out of Menangle was Grace Pinella. She's based in Newcastle. She's got four drives there today. But Grace, congratulations. You had your first Saturday night Metro winner on Saturday with Tuppence. That must have felt pretty cool.
3: Yeah, um, it was really, really good, you know, just being able to drive on a Saturday night was really good. But yeah, to cross the line first, especially for DJ, was be you know, a pretty
0: good feeling. Okay, Grace, there's some galloping listeners out there listening to this and thinking, now hold on, I've heard that name before. So what does that mean? Of course, Lauren Pinella was one of the outstanding female drivers here about five years ago before she headed with Shane Tritton, as she is now, to the US. So um, for those who don't know, what relation are you to Lauren?
3: Um, I'm Lauren's little big sister. Um, I grew up, well, she wasn't, we didn't grow up doing harness racing. We actually grew up doing show horses. But um, Lauren um, started working for a trainer named Josh Paul, who was only a hobbyist at the time. And um, since then, I I started watching her racing and thought, wow, that's what I want to do when I get older.
0: Okay, are you glad you followed uh, in the sisters' footsteps? Because you've had about 95 winners now, so clearly you're pretty good at it. Last week you represented New South Wales and the Australian Drivers' Champs. It must be a lot of fun when you're getting to that level.
3: Yeah, definitely. I'm glad I took this path in life, you know. Horses are my world, and I enjoy spending every day with them. And, yeah, it was a pretty good opportunity, especially at my age, to represent New South Wales. And um, if I could do it all over again, I I would.
0: Now, you mentioned your age... You're only 20 years old, aren't you? Yep. Wow, you're doing great things. Let's hope they continue today at Newcastle. So you're heading uh, Newcastle's your home track, I believe, Grace. So you're living in that part of New South Wales and popping down to Menangle for work.
3: Yeah, definitely. Okay. I like Newcastle. I'm, where we are is pretty good, and it's, it's pretty close where We've got four tracks that's in close reach, so, yeah, it's pretty good. OK,
0: let's talk about today. The race meeting there kicks off at 1.28. Race three today. You drive just feeling good for Peter Payne. Good second last time. You got the right barrier draw, and I didn't think it was that imposing a field.
3: Yeah, was. Well, it seems like an easier field for him. Um, he's only won one race, but he's super consistent, and I think if we can find the fence, um, he'll run a really honest race.
0: Grace, you are driving race five, one on the second line with Lady Pebbles. Now, The horse in front of you doesn't have a great deal of form. Is that a bad thing or do you think you can get away or, or does it in fact have some gate speed? I'm sure you've done your video homework on the fifth.
3: Um, look, she's a bit the same. She's very consistent. Um, coming off the back row, we do have options. Um, we'll just have a look at the start and if the one horse looks like it's going to be too far buried on the fence, we might come off. But yeah, it's just really what happens in the first couple of hundred metres.
0: In race six, Grace, at 4.33, you drive Beat Boxer. Look, I thought the form in this race was consistent enough. Again, it's not a race with too many horses who would be really scary. So from that draw, drawn inside most of the other favourites, do you have the gate speed to go forward and and try and get in front of them?
3: Yeah, well, I'd like to think so. You know, he he sort of has his days on and off, but um, we'll try and have a dip. And um, if it looks like we're not going to cross, we might just um, have to look for cover. But, yeah, he's racing the raced the hard way before, and if we'd have to do that again, I still think he would run it on this race.
0: And the last on the card, Grace, you drive Man from Bravos. Um, is he a new drive for you?
3: Yeah, it's the first time I've sat behind this horse. Um, I've driven a couple for Melanie Elder, but um, I do really like this horse's chances. Um, it looks like he'll be drawn to lead, and if we can get away a with a fair couple of sectionals, I think he'll be pretty hard to beat.
0: All right, Grace, what's your best Chance of driving a winner for the Sky Sport Radio listeners today?
3: Um, I think the last one, man, from Bravos. So I think you'll be pretty hard to
0: beat. All right, you're very young and you've got lots of things in front of you, and as I said, about 94 or 95 career winners. What's the next achievement for Grace Pinella? What do you want to do next? Do you want to drive a big race winner? Do you want to drive a group one somewhere? Do you want to drive regularly on Saturday nights? You must have a plan. What's the plan?
3: Yeah, look, we'd all love to drive a Group 1 winner, but I'm just taking it one step at a time. So, yeah, to pick up a few more
0: drives on Saturday night would be really good for me. OK, tell us, um, do you hear from Sister very often? Do you hear from Lauren over there with Shane Tritton, of course, in the US? I believe they're about to get Lock and Var art, so that's pretty exciting from them. Do you do you follow the career as best you can? Because obviously it's on at unusual times of the day, the US harness racing.
3: Yeah, we speak every day and sometimes she'll ring me at ridiculous hours in the morning because she doesn't, she seems to forget the time difference. But yeah, I try and keep up as much as I can and getting Lock and Vire up for them is a really, really good opportunity, not for just them, but for the horse, you know, it's obviously had some unfortunate events happen, but yeah, I think it's a pretty exciting time for them.
0: All right, Grace, are you going to take the chance now the world's opening up again to maybe jump on a plane one day and take your gear bag and head over to the US and and have a couple of spins, maybe not at the Meadowlands, but maybe somewhere a bit closer to home, and ask Shane and Lauren for a drive.
3: Yeah, well, it's on the cards. It's just finding the right time to go. You know, you, you think right now is the time to go with some pretty important races are coming up, but um, and we've got a few in work too. So, yeah, it's just definitely finding the right time to go.
0: Well, Grace, congratulations on Saturday night. A Saturday night winner at Menangle, particularly at the moment, is not an easy thing to come by. and um, We're looking forward to seeing how your career progresses. And thanks for your input into Newcastle today, too.
3: No worries. Thanks for having me.
0: That's Grace Panella, of course, the sister, as she mentioned, of Lauren Panella, Now, Lauren Tritton, who was an outstanding rains woman in New South Wales about five years ago and doing great things in the US. Grace, her win coming on Saturday night on a very tough night at the office, and she heads to Newcastle today. Um, we talk about people getting doubles and trebles and all sorts of things at Menangle on Saturday night. Jared Elchin waited till late in the night Uh, He didn't have many involved early, and then he went on an absolute rampage. He trained three, including both winners of the APG Gold Sovereign three-year-old races. They were my ultimate Ronnie, and he also trained Little Philly Madrid to win her heat. And then, for something completely different the last on the card, he trained regular tyre to continue his march through the open class trotting ranks. Good morning to you, Jared. That's a pretty good night at the office, considering you hadn't trained a winner, after race five, and you trained three out of the next five.
2: Yeah, morning, Mick. Yeah, no, it was a good night. It's uh, it was a late night, but you don't mind that when you uh, end up coming home with three winners.
0: We know you as the trainer of young horses at the very high level. My Ultimate Ronnie's one of those, another one of these horses owned by Tumby Park Propriety Limited. I thought he was really good the other night because it was a nice field. Mar Holmes is a good horse. Muscle Bart is a good horse. My Ultimate Ronnie got the Cameron Hart treatment on the speed 151.6 um Cameron couldn't have driven him any better but he's just a good nice big strong horse isn't
2: he yeah he is he thought sort of, he's not a horse that's probably going to win by big margins in them better races he just does what he has to um he's a real casual laid-back colt and um yeah Cameron's really happy with him he um up up the straight he sort of I was sort of a bit worried there for a minute but he's, he he probably does that too yeah he he lets him get to him a little bit and then wants to race him, like but Cam said sorta of, when he seen the other one he was um, he, he was wanting to pull away again then, so which was which was really exciting.
0: He had a quiet start to two thousand and twenty two, but he went to Queensland and raced in the derbies there. What's at the back end of this very busy three year old season for my ultimate Ronnie?
2: Um the British Challenge is sort of the main aim now. He'll um, he's already won in heat, so uh, he'll just probably go... I, I had him nominated here on Saturday night in a race, but it doesn't look like it's going to go. So um, he'll just go now into the Breeders' Challenge semi semifinal. Um, and then it's just just a bit tough. He, he's paid up for the Breeders' Crown, but with the Breeders' Crown being so close to the Breeders' Challenge, it's just really, really difficult timing. So we'll just see how he comes through the Breeders' Challenge and then we'll go from there.
0: You trained the beautiful little Philly Madrid, and I'll be honest, I I thought she might only be a two-year-old because she's not that big, but she's so fast. She's now deep into her three-year-old season and still producing really good performances. Excellent the other night with a 26.5 last quarter coming out of the fog. I take it she's also on the breeder's challenge path?
2: Yeah, yeah, she probably, she got beat in her first heat, so... She may go around again in a... She's already qualified running second, but she may go around again, um, next... It's about three weeks, I think, in another heat. Um, and then, yeah, she's Breeders' Crown eligible as well after that, so we'll just see. It's just a pity a few of these races fall very close to one another, um, like the Victorian Oaks is sort of this week, and um, then the Breeders' Crown just after that, so it's just a bit difficult timing-wise, but, um... Yeah, we'll try and go in as many races as we can. If she's fit and healthy, we'll just play it by ear.
0: Is she the type of horse who is going to go on with the job? Because when they're not very big, these horses, you tend to doubt they'll make it as four-year-olds or five-year-olds. But she seems to be in for the fight.
2: Yeah, it's just that you don't really know, I guess. Um, being by bling it on, she, you just don't know if they are going to go on um, like into the like the, as they get older or, or not, just time will tell, I guess. Um, uh, playing it on race up until a very old age. So I'm hoping she can as well. But, um, yeah, early on, I probably thought she may have just been the two year old as well. But then when she came out and her runs in the New South Wales Oaks were both terrific, you know, she won a elimination and then she ran second in the final, um, and just sort of got beaten by the one that was on her back. So I, I think she'll go on. Um, and two, I still don't think that we're probably driving her to her strengths just yet. I think she's better start off so fast. Um, I think um, when we can start driving her with cover, I think she'll, um, she'll really relish that.
0: You have a very interesting trotter in the team. Regular tyre is a horse we've been tipping out here on Sky Sports Radio for the last couple of weeks on Winners. Like many New Zealand horses, came across, was second fresh up and and gained from that experience. It looks a very promising free-for-all trotter in the making. has won its last two and was pretty good the other night.
2: Yeah, he is. He's just a no-thrill sort of horse. He just always just does what he has to, and he's just a beautiful horse to have around the place like anyone can drive. He's just really great men at trotter and sort of always a worry when you're getting them off mark burden to, um, to keep him going the same, you know, with him being such a great trainer. Um, but he seems to fit it into our stable really well. And, yeah, I, th- I think he's sort of got better races in store for him. Um, We're we'll just going um, to know whether we put a nomination in for the Inter-Dominion or what we do now. We'll just speak to the owners this week and see what they want to do and go from there with him. But, um, yeah, he seems a very progressive sort of type and he's only four, so... Um, he's got a lot of racing ahead of him
0: Mate we head to Manangle tomorrow afternoon Or tomorrow morning we actually kick off At 11.45 it's a big old day At the office you've got a horse called Smirks Like a Boss In the two year old Breeders Crown Heat you've actually fallen into A pretty tough heat sometimes the Breeders Crown they can, or Breeders Challenge they can be Relatively easy heats This one for a seven horse field's got plenty Of depth Yeah it's, um, he's pr-
2: probably got a tough Tough heat there but He's Luckily, he's already qualified. He ran second at Penrith the other day, so he's already qualified. But he, um, he, he'll he thrive off that run first up. He, he's a funny little horse. He takes a fair bit of work. He's only a midget, but he takes a fair bit of work, and he really blew up big after his first run, and I think he'll um, come on a heap from that. In saying that, he'll need to as well. That's a, a really good field. But I'd be surprised if he doesn't finish in the top three. Um, I think Ricky Sauce might be very classy in that, so um, yeah, he may struggle to beat Ricky horse, but I think he'll um, give a good account of himself, that's for sure.
0: In the 8th on the card, you have My Ultimate Baxter, who clearly is a very talented young horse. He takes on some decent older horses here. Um, he does have gate speed. What do you make of him versus the older Tuesday afternoon horses?
2: Well, I've actually been very disappointed with these first two runs, because um, I've got a fairly high opinion of him, and his first two runs I thought were terrible. Um, I know he did run um, third and fourth, but I thought they were really disappointing runs. Um, and i just going kind to of tinkered with his work a little bit and his gear, and um, I think he'll be a lot better this week. Uh, I'll, I'll be scratching my head if he's not. Um, we got the vet to go over him after his last run, went fully over him and couldn't find anything wrong with him. So... Um, he's been a bit of a head-scratcher because he's got plenty of ability battles. I think he's up nearly, ability-wise, not far off like the better ones than my barn. So I I really hope that he can um, put his best foot forward tomorrow and see the ability that I know he's got.
0: Jared, last time I bumped into you, I was at the Magic Millions galloping sales over in in the Gold Coast, and, and you were walking around there. Um, have you spread the, the tentacles out Have you got a couple of gallopers in work Or is it something that interests you to get involved in Because it seems to be a thing a lot of harness racing people Like to in. Um, Yeah
2: we've, I've got one At the moment um, He's um, he, He's okay, he's had two starts For a first and a second um, And I think he's going to probably race Maybe Temworth on the 10th The trainer's telling me um, is his name He's um, I mean I've got uh, just a small share in him with the Patriot Bloodstock boys, and um, yeah, I th- that's something we'll probably try and get into a couple more own- owning wise, but not so much training just yet. I uh, sort of I feel if you've got the right facilities and that, and you can give it a go, but I can ride horses, but I'm not much of a rider. I'm just more of a hack, um, so I, I think been out here with no track work jockeys and and that it's sort of a bit difficult but never say never um but yeah we'll just I'm, at the moment i'm just happy owning a couple and go to the pub and have a beer and watch them go around
0: i think a lot of people feel the same way jared they don't want to train them but they're quite happy to go watch their horses at the track or the pub and watch them go around and make you stick to what you're doing because if you're training three winners on a saturday night as long as they're not galloping Everybody will be quite happy. Mate, well done on your treble on Saturday. Thank you for joining us to talk about tomorrow's races also there, mate. And we're looking forward to seeing your big guns, the ultimate horses for Tambi Park, going around uh, in the Breeders' Challenge in the
2: coming weeks. No worries. Thanks a lot, mate.
0: That's Jared Elchin, who had three on Saturday night. We also spoke to Jack Trainer who had four wins, and Grace Pinella, who had her first Saturday night Menangle success. So a great bunch of young, talented harness people there, on On The Pace on your Monday morning. We race at Newcastle today. We race tomorrow. Predominantly, the main meeting tomorrow is at Menangle, but we also race tomorrow night at Wagga in the Riverina. Hope you have a great day. If you want to have a little bet, the odds are available on tab.com.au. We'll be back with more On The Pace on Wednesday morning with Brittany Graham from 1030